I'm James Briarton in Charlotte, joined by Evan Fisher in Asheville. This is our Sunday night extra from the Carolina Weather Group here on YouTube and our podcast feed. It's March the 21st. Evan, we had all of those uh, tornado warnings, 18 in total, in and near the Carolinas last Thursday. The National Weather Service had a chance to go out and survey and verify some of those. What did they find? Yeah, James. So we only had three confirmed tornadoes, which was a blessing. Uh, despite the 18 warnings in and around the area, only three of those actually touched down and did damage. Uh, and all three of those came from one storm. The first one touched down around 5 p.m. near High Point, North Carolina, ripped off a roof of one home, uh, continued to the north and east just for about a mile or so before lifting uh, a few minutes after it touched down. That storm went on to cycle. And once again, put down another tornado just to the southwest of Elon. Many of you know Elon University is right there. Uh, that also ripped off roofs. Uh, most of the damage reports that came through were ripped off rooms, roofs with all three of these confirmed tornadoes. That one tracked for a little over two miles before picking up off the ground again. It was rated an EF1. And then lastly, the last storm was in the far reaches of Orange County, kind of out in the countryside. Uh, even though it was out in the middle of nowhere, it still managed to rip off another roof, unfortunately. Uh, we hate to see the damage reports. Uh, it was also rated EF1, and that first one near High Point was given an EF0 rating. You know, it's really interesting looking back at this event. It was a rare moment where on the eve of the event, we had a moderate risk from the Storm Prediction Center, a tier four out of five for portions of the Carolinas. We thought that bullseye was going to be over, give or take, the Columbia, South Carolina metro area. And they didn't end up with a single tornado warning. You know, it it's this weird dilemma where a firefighter is never hoping for fires to fight and a meteorologist is never hoping for tornadoes to track. But you do want your forecast of be validated, whatever your forecast is going to be. And so I think the folks in South Carolina probably feel like that forecast busted, whereas the people in Greensboro probably feel like that forecast validated. Do you think so, Evan? Kind of a tale of two different states. Absolutely. Uh, the folks in Greensboro were, I'm sure, quite surprised by that, especially since they were on the outer fringe of the, the risk areas, the higher end risk, which I think ended up being enhanced on the day of. It was downgraded from the moderate. Um, and then folks in South Carolina were kind of left out to dry. There were a handful of severe thunderstorm warnings and no tornado warnings. But the thing is, James, yeah, they felt like that forecast busted. That should be a happy feeling. I think many people, uh, when the forecast busts, they get upset with the meteorologist, which is understandable, right? We need to be held accountable for making good forecasts. But given the parameters that were expected on uh, last Thursday, I think it was reasonable to have the enhanced risk out there. The SBC did a good job of realizing that that moderate was no longer needed and walking it back to an enhanced. And then those storms never got their act together down in central South Carolina, while the ones on the warm front near Greensboro did. Um, nature's fickle, storms are fickle, and that's <laughs> what we were given that day. A lot of ingredients have to come together at the exact same time. It's like trying to get a caravan full of cars all converging in one location from interstates all around the country and it is tricky tricky business I, you know where i sit in charlotte in mecklenburg county we had a tornado warned thunderstorm it never as far as we can tell reached the ground no reports of damage they didn't come out to storm storm survey it because there were no reports of damage but that that tornado warning alone made me feel like the forecast had validated because we got a lick of some tornadic threat 
again, not that I was hoping for it, but just that one for me, I think, if I were to self-reflect, was enough for me to feel like that forecast was validated here. Other folks may feel differently. And that's the troublesome thing with tornado events. Oftentimes, if you're in a warning, you're one of the few. If we put out, if the SBC puts out a moderate or high risk for a large area, perhaps all of middle Alabama, and only 25% of that area gets a tornado warning, is actually within one, everyone outside of that warning is going to feel like they're forecast busted because they didn't get a tornado. Uh, it's tricky. We always have to remember the probabilities of tornadoes occurring within 50 miles of a point. Um, these are parameters that aren't necessarily well understood with the public. And sometimes even among meteorologists, we have some confusion with them. Yeah, there's that margin of error on those Absolutely. outlooks. And even those outlooks are exactly that. They're outlooks. Mm-hmm. Well, Evan, where can people find these uh, storm survey results that the Weather Service put out? I know you posted them online. Yeah, James. So they are on our blog. If you go to carolinaweathergroup.com backslash blog, you will find our full blog page. And the very last, the last one we posted was a review of all of the confirmed tornadoes and surveys conducted by National Weather Service in Raleigh. Uh, you can go there, check them out, uh, and see all of the, the details of what they found in those surveys, including a little bit more detail on the, the damage that was there. Evan, thank you for that. We'll be sure to check that out. And while we've got our audience with us, I will remind them that this Friday night at 630, the Carolina Weather Group and the National Weather Service invite you to come join us for free virtual storm spotter training. It begins at 630 in the evening. We'll have a link to register in the description of this episode. And those storm spotters were very essential last Thursday, helping be the eyes and ears of the National Weather Service on the ground. And if we can get you trained up this Friday, you can join that rank of those credentialed volunteers to be that extension to help the National Weather Service save life and property. So again, that's this Friday at 630. It's free. Anyone across the Carolinas can join. We'll have a link in the description of this episode. Evan, thanks for your time. I'm James Briarton in Charlotte. We'll see you back here real soon for more from the Carolina Weather Group.